0: Welcome to the Gift Club. In this episode, I am chatting to Nick Butcher, who is the co-founder of Sea Rewards, based in beautiful Cornwall. Sea Rewards supports Cornish businesses to better empower and engage their people through creative reward solutions. Nick is very passionate about employee engagement benefits and phrases like social employment. So I'm going to pick this apart with him so we can get to the bottom of what this is all about, what this means for employees, employers, and the West Country community. So, hi Nick, how are you doing?
1: I'm very well, thank you very much.
0: Fabulous. So, straight in with a question. Zero War describes itself as a profit with purpose business and talks a lot about social employment philosophy. So Nick, what do those terms actually mean?
1: Uh, that's, that's a good question. Um, I, I think if we cover off the, the profit with purpose, we set okay. the business up. Uh, clearly to make profit and um, we would be stupid not to uh, but the idea of a profit with purpose is that our profits are reinvested into local community projects or into local charities in order to engage people with their communities you know all of our clients know that our profits are given to local charities to things that make them tick as well as uh, close to our heart so we do engage them and involve them in the process of deciding where we put our profits and it's entirely around creating a community and i i I mean a true community of small businesses with like philosophies if you like that actually care about their people but empower them to make their own decisions and that fundamentally that's what a profit with purpose is in my opinion every charity on the face of the planet should say that they're a profit with purpose, not a charity or not a non-profit because if they don't make any profit, how can they help the people that their charity is there to help or the animals or whatever their charity is there for? And for me, it's just a simple change of terminology from the old-fashioned not-for-profit to profit with purpose because you do want to make profit, but you know that those profits will be reinvested into things that that you care about.
0: What about the social, social employment?
1: Uh, yeah, this. I mean, to me, this is a simple thing, and I I tend to try and describe it in in a single sentence, although it is more complex than than I make it sound uh, sometimes. Um, and it's it's just the philosophy of of a realization that when, as a business, you employ someone, you do not just employ the worker. They have families, they have friends. And in order to truly engage the individual worker, you should add in a social element to your reward strategy in order to engage their families. It's again about building a community. And it's something that I always use the example of of my father when, when I was very small, worked in a foundry in the Medway towns in Kent. And I can remember every year as a kid, going to a Christmas party and Santa was there giving out toys and things and in the summer there were barbecues and there were sports dates that involved all of the family and even when I was working at Tesco you know our teams had that same philosophy, the realisation that we were working hard, damn hard as employees and that has an effect on your family life so to better engage them, to offer that social side of employment creates what I refer to as social employment. It's something that that just makes sense because I've always been around it. And I know it it can sound complicated, but in simple terms, depending on what you're looking at, always look at the effect that will have on your employees, families, and friends.
0: How easy is it for companies to to do that? You know, establish businesses that already have a culture.
1: I I think it's really easy. and, And there are some great businesses who already do this out there, whether or not they call it social employment, whether they know why it works or that it does work and it does have a positive effect on people. Um, But it isn't a difficult thing to change. It's purely the aspects of, of expanding what you do. And at the back of your mind, always think about the impact of anything you do, not just on the individual, but on those that are close to them and those they care about and the areas and things that they care about. And to give an example, you know, if you look in from a benefits perspective, one of the fastest growing benefits now and one of the most popular ones for certain, certainly for people not on minimum wage, is the idea of having salary sacrifice schemes for green cars. We're all going to have to switch to electric. So do it now. Sacrifice for a new car, change it every year. And it's brilliant. It's a great benefit. It's really popular. And actually, it's a, a worst cost neutral for a company. So everyone should be putting it in. Um, but the whole point of why I use that as an example is most businesses will allow an employee who can afford to to sacrifice for a car. What I do is try and tell the clients or tell the businesses that are looking at this, why are you limiting it to one? Why not open it out to two so their partner can have a car? The employee still sacrifices for it, but they can take two. So. The employee has got his new car every three years. So is their partner. And they then feel engaged and involved with the company, even though they don't directly work for them because they drive a car, a very good, very inexpensive vehicle because their partner works for that business. So when the pressure of, oh, I could get an extra three or four grand if I went down the road, the pressure from the partner of, Actually, no, I want to stay here because I'll have to give up my little electric mini. It, it pushes that, it almost forces engagement, but not in a bad way.
0: Well, I think actually, people working from home, having their partners and their families working with them in the same building these days, actually really can reinforce that because it means that, because they're, they're talking about their work at lunchtime, at the breakfast time, at dinner time. And they are actually just automatically automatically by default just becoming a part of each other's world business worlds so that would make so much sense now to do it now
1: yeah and i I think that's that's a great point and and it's one of those things that you know i know exactly what i do i've done this for 20 odd years now coming up to 22 years um and my family never have understood exactly what it is i do you know whereas If I'm working from home and they're here and they see what I'm doing, they hear what I'm talking about, then they get a better insight into what I do and understand why I think it's so important to do it. So you get that involvement and now, you're right, would be a perfect time for businesses to start thinking about and start looking to build into their longer term strategy an element of of social employment or social reward that will lead to social employment philosophy
0: going a bit more into the community so and kind of like our final final discussion do you think that employers have a responsibility to engage with their communities Um, and what would your tips be if you feel that way um, for them to do that successfully
1: yeah i i absolutely believe that and the reason i believe that is because their employees come from that local community um and if they don't come from that community they work or live in that community so there is an element of it makes perfect sense to engage with communities because that is your employee base. So your brand gets a better reputation. It becomes an employer of choice. I hate using that expression, but it it does because you are seen to be giving back to the people you want to come and work for you. So I I think it's massively important. Um, And I, I don't think it's a difficult thing to do, I think you know, you can have set benefits or set policies, if you want, around corporate volunteering. You know, if you've got people who want to go and volunteer and work with a local community project or on a charity, then give them that time to do it. I'd personally pay it, but I understand in the current economy, that's not always the best thing or the most practical thing to be able to do, but give them time. If someone comes in and says, look, I do two days a week volunteering, you know, it's, well, we'll change the shifts around, but actually you can have a day on us, go and do it. You know, the engagement factor you get, and it isn't just them, it isn't just the individual that gets that benefit, it's his peers that see that this guy is happier, he's more engaged, he's helping in a local charity um, because he believes that's the right thing to do, and their employer is allowing him to do it which then encourages more people to think, well, actually, I feel really strongly about the ocean, so I want to go and do a beach clean. That's fine, give them the time to do it. And if more people want to do that, organize one corporately. Let's get out and work with the environment. Let's get out and go and visit somewhere where we can make a difference. And team then becomes more than just a work team. It becomes a social team and it becomes a community team. And that all leads back to then everyone's happier and I do hate quoting Chairman Mao, but I always do it. A happy worker is a productive worker.
0: <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Um, thank you for joining me, Nick. It's it's obvious that C Rewards and you, actually, as an individual, um, it's, you're not just running a business, but you're running one that's got a clear purpose. It's making a, a difference to the local community, and you know your your beliefs really ooze out of you when you talk. So, and I think there are some definite learnings there for for the industry so it's been it's been it's been brilliant brilliant stuff thank you so much nick
1: thank you